Osiris. Welcome to the Saint Disruption Podcast, where brilliant musicians, poets, and visionaries come together to share their creative collaborations and explore what it means to be human in these times. We will continue this dialogue with Oteil Burbridge and Jamon Hill regarding their collaboration of poetry and music in part two of this episode. We will be debuting their second work, Wisdom. What's interesting for me is I was like, like when you had sent me the first version, I was like, I was like, dang it. I was like, why he not he mess with my voice <laughs> for me? Because I was like, it's a it's almost it's like a track. I was like, this is a track that I'm sending. So like I'm always like, oh, let's see. Let's see how we can um, use this instrument here. These words. Oh, we'll throw some reverb here. Or, oh, this part right here needs a delay. Like, is it the rhythm or the waves, waves, waves? waves, waves. Or, you know, like a little, I'm like, oh, we play all, it's a playground. I'm like, oh, this is a playground for you. So even as we're still working through the, the, the process, I encourage you to like, take even more risks because I'm interested, I'm always interested in how, how my track, my vocal track can be approached in the same way that we approach, you know, the, the bass, the bass track is given, like, how do we, okay, what if we do this, do this? And it's a little, and it's different because it's a voice. Yeah. But it's like, oh, it's fun. For me, it's fun. I'm like, this is my, this is the one time I get to be a instrumentalist. It's, it's like my voice is the only, it's my instrument. I'm like, look, yeah, I've been, but a lot of times when I create too, I literally will use my, my voice, rhythm, meter, rhyme. Um, the very first album I ever recorded, and I'm so I'm sad about the story every time I tell it because it got lost somehow. Um, I was at the University of Alabama. I spent a day with a band and we were just recording. And I had four lines, I think. The word was arachnids, my eight lit, my Eight, my legs, eight, eight legs set backwards to the past of the pterodactyl, the fastest to the fast man with the fastest rappers, something like that. That was it. That was my, that was my, um, my note, if you will. And they were just playing and I was also playing, but I was playing those words in different order. I was like, what happens if I say it this way? If I say it this way, if I had a little ad lib right here and we just recorded and it was like, we were all playing music and that was just my instrument. And it was such an amazing experience and fun to do because it wasn't like, oh, I have to have a bunch of different words. It's like, no, my voice is literally an instrument and these are my notes. And I'm going to play these notes to how they're playing their notes. And we're going to make something. So cool. um, yeah. yeah, it was fun. It was fun, strange, weird. It's so fun. It's <laughs> you just said, When you just recited that, it was like, wow, I hear a, I hear a Jimbe lead line under it, man. It's just like. Boy, talking about an anchor. Wow, it's great. Well, thank mm-hmm. you for the permission. Wait, well, where is this recording? Um, it's lost. It it's lost, lost right? in it the lost. ether. Yes, I'm. I'm. I'm so crushed. It was. I spent oh, all. Oh, we no, we man. recorded for about twenty hours straight, and um, <sighs> I was in, heavily inspired by Snarky Puppy, um, and their recording of Lingus, I believe it was. And I was like, y'all, we're gonna do a few different jam sessions today. We're just gonna hang out here for the day. We're gonna do some jam sessions. I'm gonna order food for us throughout the day. And we're just gonna just gonna jam out. And I'm only going to work with like, you know, what we would call like quartet, like a, a four-line bar for each song. I have four lines. 
and I'm those are gonna be my those are gonna be my notes, and we're just gonna play and um see what see what we do. It's almost like um scat, right? Right, where yep. you're do dop do bop, you know, you're using these sounds, and I'm like, okay, instead of I'm gonna I'm gonna graduate though from sounds to lines in C, you know, and play and and see how this works, and we see it in music a lot, like when singers. They might like repeat a chorus. Um, they might um, they might forget yeah. their lines, and in the midst of forgetting their lines, come up with an iconic moment. I know, 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 I know. Like right, that's you know, it's like you, you know, he forgot his lines, but hey, it became a moment, right? <laughs> and it's and it's um, it's like interesting to me those those moments, and I'm like, how can I just like just go full fledged with it and see. What what happens? We got to do this live. Yes, sounds, <laughs> you know, with this with this lineup, that uh, would be a great thing to do. Yes, idea. Yeah, yeah, ton of fun. Yes, beautiful. Well, y'all, time is marching on. Should we uh, should we move into some wisdom? I love that. I love that. So the man want to talk about wisdom. The man want to tell me what's supposed to be wise, what's supposed to be right. The man want me be quiet, be cordial, be wide, be dumb, be deaf, be blind, be see no evil, hear no honky. The man, man, what he know about wisdom, about decisions, about being black, set back, but still boisterous. Still say it loud, still black and proud, still pride, still self-worth and understanding, still navigating this new stuff, this declining dollar, presidential arrest and masks and no masks. I'd say it's not hard to find peace with the country crumbling to pieces. <laughs> we dance in the destruction, find joy in the change. It's either the gallows you decide. See, the man don't know nothing about wisdom. He ain't been in the gutter. He ain't laid the bricks. See, I'm comfortable. Because when a building collapses, only thing left is the foundation. And guess what? We is the foundation. We that bass. I know you hear it. Negro, we that music. That heart. That rhythm. That rock. Stand firm in your blackness. You've been known how to move mountains. You are one. Steady yourself. Trust your intuition. That's your ancestors whisper. You got the wisdom of a thousand souls right there at the tip of your tongue. All you got to do is ask. All you got to do is speak. And watch the waves of wisdom bring you to see. And that line, you are the mountain, steady yourself, trust your intuition, that's your ancestors whispering. Dude, that just, 
and <laughs> you know that track i played banjo bass on banjo comes from mm. africa once i found that out i was like oh whoa right and i'm like of course <laughs> it's a guitar that's still a drum right and i always <laughs> wanted to use banjo bass on something it's taken me 13 years to really find uh, the right home for it and so i was scared about i was like this is gonna sound really weird to him he's gonna be like that's the bass track you know but it sounds more african to me you know and so when you said that you are the mountain steady yourself trust your intuition that's your ancestors whispering my brain just i was like all right you're good man (laughs) you're right when i first heard it i was like i was like okay (laughs) i was like i was like all right and i I remember i was in the studio with um with gene and i i had been telling him for a minute like hey we gotta go to the studio we gotta do something for this track and i couldn't think of anything i was i was trying to like fit something i had written before like to it and i was like i can't can't think of anything and we were in the studio and i'm like gene hold up i get like just play the track I'm just gonna close my eyes and go for it. So close my eyes, typed it up, and I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, okay, okay, okay. I hopped in the studio, um, started recording. I was like, wait, 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 I got more, Gene. I got more, I got more, I got more. Went back and <laughs> typed up some more. And the the part that um I typed up some more was that um stand firm in your blackness you've known how to move mountains you are one steady yourself trust your intuition that's your ancestors whispering that was that was the the more part where i was like oh man there's more to this there's more there's more <laughs> yeah, was, yeah. So i could feel it though like tell me about your process for creating this i told y'all how but tell me your process for creating this because i'm really interested to know all i do is uh I forget whether you sent me a click or whether you had a basic rhythm track done, but I just try to find a groove. And I don't think, uh, Jeff, you told me any key. I don't know why I picked E flat because, you know, with bass, you would think I would have picked E. I don't know. But basically, I'm since I'm a drummer, I'm just always trying to play drums on bass. And I just use whatever harmony I'm forced to, you know, if it's a minor thing, you know, I just chose a, like a little minor pentatonic. I don't even know if I did the full pentatonic, but I was just trying to find a groove, you know, you know, and that was it. I was just like, if you can get it a groove and just, it's not like going to disturb what's going to happen around it. Just keep that going, you know, do some little variations off it. But I was basically just trying to keep it simple. But just highlight the tone that what the banjo bass does. You can't play it like another bass. You got to play it for what it is, and then use that uh, strong point. And so that's why it does sound like a regular bass, because you know, it's not. <laughs> but it's in the groove, though. You know, and I'm so mm-hmm. glad you were able to like, you know, connect with it. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Because I was like, this is something that, how would I put, requires, it it requires, it asks of. Like when I got the, when I got, I was like, you can't just slap any old poem on top of this. (laughs) Like, no, you have to like, (laughs) it's requiring of you to like, to give more. When I first heard it, um, 
I was instantly taken to 1970s black exploitation, um, like <laughs> movies. That was that's me. <laughs> yeah, Blackula. <laughs> yeah, I was immediately. I was like Dolomite. I was like, we are. That's so. God. See the fact that you heard that for, through banjo bass just makes my heart feel see trust your intuition that's your voice that's your ancestors whisper <laughs> i was like listen i was I like it, oh man. i was like man, i was i was like i need an afro i need some bell bottoms <laughs> i need i'm entering this space and i remember the theme <laughs> the theme being wisdom who chose the theme so who chose the theme of wisdom because that's where i wrote from who chose that theme how did that come about I think we sent you a rhythm and some bass, uh, and and you went you went after it. It was in the your ancestors. Yeah, I answered. Okay, bet. I was like, I knew somebody answered something about wisdom, so I was like, I was like, I remember like vividly. I was like, how do I talk about wisdom through this lens? And it's the man, right? This the man. There's there's this the position to the man. It's a it's an ode back to um it's an ode back to Gil Scott Heron. Um and and um I thought of um Whitey's on the Moon. Um the first poem float, there were calls back to James Baldwin and the fire next time. But this one specifically, I was like, Who am I? Who am I thinking of? I'm thinking of Gil. I'm thinking of um one twenty-fifth, one two fifth and Linux. Um, I'm thinking of this, these warnings. Um, and that's where, like, when I think of wisdom, I was like, at this time, that's where it is. This is the, this is the person on the street, you know, that you see and they're warning you. And, you know, at first you're like, this guy's crazy, but you're also like, but they, but they making sense though. Like, you know, it's like, like <laughs> at first you're like, this person's crazy, but you're like, and they do got a point. And I was like, that's what I wanted to sound like is I felt like that's what it was like. This moment with the music it was so playful. It was so it was so upbeat. It was it was so bow chicka wow wow. You know, you had to have all of that in, <laughs> in the <league. laughs> I watched and listened to a bunch of your work um, before putting some initial rhythms down. <clears throat> and I was like, I got to get back to the 70s. And I and I sent O'Teal a bunch of stuff, and some of some of it was just so weird and upside down. It didn't really work, but that one, <laughs> that one seemed to stick. And uh, I had no idea what it was going to be about at all. But you, but you, but you nailed it. And it and it is, I mean, the thing about that period. Uh, I was just reading a an, um, an essay by the Charles Eisenstein just put out, and I think he called what did he call it? Um, the America that almost was and yet may be and he references yeah. the point of american history where we almost realized the founding fathers dreams you know it was like in the 60s all the shit was up we were working through all this stuff and there was creativity and there was like we are all equal and we're working through all this stuff and then kennedy gets assassinated and it's just the darkness hadn't left us since um mm. that period you know i think about you know for me gil scott heron last poets i was i was like yeah. wow. when i when i was watching your youtube work jaman and 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 
just trying to grok, you know, like where you're sourcing from it. I just kept going back to that period, that, that period of tremendous <laughs> promise. So I knew that the rhythm had to be something that had a celebration that had to make you want to move your move your butt a bit and kind of celebrate the difficulty mm -hmm. you know, and the transformation. I don't know. That's just kind of like what yeah. happened with me. When I think of that, uh, one of the first things I think of O'Teal is like how um, when we talk about slavery and how they, you know, there would be these these parties and there would be coded messages, right? Where it's like, okay, they 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 just kind of see us out here dancing and celebrating, but what we're actually doing is sending messages of how Lobby. to survive, <laughs> how to make it. I'm like, that's what I think of with the song. I'm, I'm like, ha ha, but in in all of it. Like I even call back to James Brown in my worst James Brown impression possible. You know, I'm like, that was not scripted. Um, when I was in the studio, she was like, You wanna keep that? I was like, Yeah, keep it, keep it. It was, it was the moment. <laughs> you know, feel good. You know, like like that that idea of we're gonna have this um this idea of movement. I mean, living in America, right? When you like look at the lyrics, you're like, oh snap, there's a whole message to this. And people, all people say, living in America, you know, they, they, yeah. they think it's yeah. different than what it really is. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> oh, man, it's, it's so much, it's so much fun. <laughs> I was that way for years with uh, Born in the USA by Springsteen. Yeah. Uh, it, it was on the radio all the time when I was in high school. And I never <laughs> listened to the lyrics, you know, and I was like, oh, God, if I hear that one more fucking time you know I said something about it I think I was I made it all the way to my 40s and someone said you know yeah. that's a protest song I was like mm -hmm. really they were like you should listen to the lyrics which I never did I just went born in the U.S. you know like <laughs> and then I was like oh wow he's really cool he was like saying this is full of shit you know like yeah I didn't I had all these decades man you know so mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> it's it's a way there's like a way in which we like we said music is a form of is a form of protest in, in a way um right and then i always tell people it's similar to poetry where once you learn the rules then you break them right you spend years figuring out the rules how this works and then you're like now i'm gonna get more creative with it like i now that i know these rules i can break them on purpose Right. I can be intentional about how I impart wisdom right upon the next generation so that they know um, and the whole time I can be smiling in their face. <laughs> it's like yeah. I was smiling Living in their in faces. America. <laughs> yeah. Everybody's in here dance. They have no idea what's what's actually going on here. Um, I love I that I like covert that. part of it, yeah. you know. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> Like, like all the way from the slave parties, right? And it's like, mm -hmm. but there, it's all the way through, you know, free your mind and your ass will follow. Like, there's always mm -hmm. a thing in there, just like, looks like we're just jumping around, dancing, and having fun, but there's really mm -hmm. this other subtext going on that's like, hey, man, you, this is how you make it through this madness. Because mm -hmm. <laughs> you, know? you got this. There's also like a level of, um, and I'll call back to Jeff, like you mentioned the seventies. Um, it's what's interesting, two things, two things that are interesting about it. One, I feel like this piece is different than anything I've done before. 
I was like, when I was starting, I was like, this is gonna this is gonna sound different than anything I've ever done. Like this is gonna this is already gonna sound different. I'm excited for this challenge. But two conspiracy theories was like huge yeah. for me. When I was listening, I was like, I've gotta have like conspiracy or some calls to conspiracy. So I was like, what is I was like, what is what is conspiracy? How do we think of conspiracy? And that's where that uh the navigating this new stuff this declining dollar presidential arrest masks no mask i'm like yeah. i want to just like add just a, just enough in there to like call towards conspiracy in a way um and and explore conspiracy it was just something i felt like um and i wasn't i wasn't alive in the 70s um i, I wasn't there yet i was still 20 years out but I, I just when I think back to that time, I think of like, say, man, the, the stay away from that that stuff. Like the man's using that stuff to, you know, <laughs> to like change your mind. You gotta you gotta think outside. That's kind of what I, the feeling I got um, when listening. And one of the things I thought of when it came to like imparting wisdom um, was was calling towards that kind of thing. The choice of the word stuff is pretty damn awesome i mean it's just like there's this beautiful air of sarcasm in it it's just like man that stuff i mean don't yeah with that stuff it's, it was great you know when people talk about like uh conspiracy theories and stuff and i'm like wow how could you try to poo poo something like that look at the drug war right it was federal government the executive branch um, local government, state government, federal, local, and state police, mm -hmm. academia, the media, print media, radio media, television media, like a full court conspiracy where they put mm -hmm. marijuana on schedule one. If you looked at schedule two, like some real heavy shit is on schedule two. And they're saying marijuana is worse than that. And you're like, yep. what? You know, it was a full-on conspiracy from top yep. to bottom. And then you were like, oh, that's a conspiracy. Like, you're just brainwashed, man, and not a critical thinker. So if exactly. you don't see, you know, <laughs> sorry, man. Yeah, so on that note, it's thanks for opening uh -huh. that, that channel up. I mean, what what's the antidote? I mean, you know, one might say we got some healing and, and reconciling to do in this culture of ours what's the path forward you know we we're you know i i i you know think about um you know like jeffrey robinson's documentary on that really lays out better than any hour i've ever seen about how this country is founded on death and white supremacy and 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 on so much injustice from the iroquois to you know, Chinese railroad slaves. I mean, it just, it goes on and on and on. How do we, how do we move past this? What, what's the, what's the antidote? I don't know how to um, get to it, but I know it, one thing, the system depends on us staying in it. Okay. It needs our labor. It need, it desperately wants our tax dollars. It definitely wants all our dollars and desperately wants our votes. So you've got to withhold shit, man. Now, I know that works if 
if all of America or if half of America or if a quarter of America stopped shopping at Walmart for a week, they could change Walmart because they would lose so much money. They would be like, all right, what do we got to do? Right. Mm -hmm. Boycotts. That's why boycotts were. Okay, fine. You know what? How about if none of us take the bus? Mm -hmm. Oh, you know, because they want that money. They want my vote. You want my vote? Do something. My vote's here for you to get. Come and get it. Mm -hmm. Don't try to mm -hmm. shame my vote out of me or or just this. Like my vote's here for you to get coming, but I'm gonna withhold it. I'm gonna withhold, you know, you vote with your dollars. The hard part is how do you get everybody to come together on it? That was the genius mm -hmm. of the civil rights movement. The, the mm -hmm. organizational part where they did get everybody to go, all right, nobody's gonna ride the bus and then watch it change, right? I don't yeah, know. and I the think unity though. The unity, I think, is huge. I think, I think. So it's funny because I literally, with my with my production, my production team, we had this conversation for like three hours yesterday. Um, which I know I will, I will not give y'all three hours right now. I know that we we have, <laughs> have Todd Crutch, but um, you had mentioned earlier, like my degree, my degree in women's studies was uh, my focus was like critical race theory, and these were kind of the conversations that we were having all the time. And I thought of how there there's a couple of things that, like you said, how to get there. Who I don't I don't know. That's one thing we came up at, at the end of three hours. We're like, we don't we don't know. Um, but things that I, I think that we, we haven't acknowledged really yet as a as a country, when we think of white supremacy, we I think we try to attach a certain morality to it that does not exist. And we have to like acknowledge that we are having a conversation about this idea or this entity that does not have morals. Like morals are not part of the conversation. But a lot of times we as human beings have morals, like we, we have them and we assume that everybody else does. But some of these things require like the losing of more, like not not for our side. Like we're just I'm just saying some of these things that have happened they require the losing of morals. Like in Florida, there is a certain level of don't give a fuckness that you know these Republicans can all attach themselves to that allows them to do something. And um, I think the Republican Party is a great example of how does in America, how have things gotten done? And there's a lack of morals. The thing I said yesterday, and it's going to be, it's going to be controversial, but um, it's okay. Um, if, if it's too controversial, y'all can edit it out. <laughs> but um, if, 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 um, if R Kelly came out as a Republican and supported the, the banning of textbooks and stuff, Republicans would stand behind him 1000%. They literally have no morals. <laughs> <laughs> they literally would be like, R. Kelly is now our poster child for banning, you know, black history and textbooks. We don't have no morals. We have like, so we gotta at least we gotta start with the idea like we're we are talking about a group of people who do who don't have this the same moral ethics or codes and who are willing to get dirty. And how do we approach that and how do we how do we combat that um is is an interesting space but we we've got we gotta start there like it was like 
<laughs> like it's, there's there's a moral there's a moral disconnect there. I mean, that's how we get the indiscriminate killings. That's how we get this like you know all of this violence that is okayed that people are just accepting and turning away. There's just a lack of moral fortitude that exists. I have this idea of. But I think that's on both sides too. Yeah. All over. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't think though. Yeah. I don't think Democrats are as are as immo- like. I wish they would be. Sometimes I'm, I wish they would. Like you know. I, I think, think that- they are. I think they are. I think they're wolves in sheep's clothing. I really do. I think they're wolves. I've. You I know what? I what? I was. I lived in Birmingham, Alabama, for eighteen years. I been. I was in the deep south for geez, forty, mm-hmm. or yeah, almost coming up on forty, and. You know, it's like the, the Klansmen, I know where I stand with them. It speaks to censorship. You know, I was like, don't censor mm-hmm. these people, right? They just took all their hoods off and they're proudly on Facebook. Like, we know yeah. who they are. <laughs> like, now we know, oh, that's Sheriff Arpaio and Judge Joe Brown mm-hmm. or Judge whoever, you know, what's yeah. the guy in Alabama, Joe, the Judge Joe oh. something. I don't that know who you're old. talking about. I, yeah. You know what I'm talking about. It doesn't matter. Uh, yeah. How, yeah. Hopefully he's dead by now. But, you know, I was like, they took their hoods yeah. off. So mm-hmm. I kind of appreciate it, the racism and all that being up front. Yes. Right. But then when I look yes. at the Democrat, the left, and I wonder, do these terms mean anything anymore? It's they like, don't. The left's not really left. Yeah. They're not really. Liberal yeah, is what? Because look at what they agree on. They all agree on mm-hmm. up in that military budget and mm-hmm. no for the poor, you know, yes for this, no for the poor, yes for this, no for. So I'm like, so you're just saying you'll give me Juneteenth as a holiday, but you're not going to really do something substantial to help the black yeah. community. Mm-hmm. We just get the holiday. I'm like, I don't need the holiday, man. How about make things better? So yeah. it's like, I, again, we're talking about amorality because they're there. It's all about money. Yeah. That's it's it. all about it's ultimately money. about mm-hmm. class and see once white people become the new N words, then they're not, they can't handle it because they didn't come up Indian or Mexican or black or, you know, and they, and mm-hmm. those are the ones with all the guns, <laughs> so, mm-hmm. you know, you talk, and it's in the DNA. That whole Wild West, yeah. Florida, Florida is still Wild West. It's you know, it's it's yeah. got that in its DNA, and you, I don't know, mm-hmm. it's baked into the cake. I don't know how it you is. unbake it, right? Yeah, it's <laughs> it's in there. It's it's like when we think about the Western world. I was uh, one thing that um I never forget one of my first day of classes that my our professor set us down. And he was like. Hey, just so y'all know, like y'all, y'all aren't leftist. Y'all, y'all think yeah. that you're leftist, but you're not leftist. He was like, for example, tomorrow, what we'll do for the next class, I want everybody to bring in clothes and we're just going to share our clothes. We're going to all wear each other's clothes and stuff. We'll just keep the clothes here. You can pick up other people's outfits, whatever you want to wear that day. We're just sharing clothes. And the class was like, nah, we, <laughs> we he's like, yeah, see, you're not, you're, you're still mine. You're still, this is, they're still so individualized that you can't even think collective. You're not at that point where it's like, we, we are starting in, in, in the right, like, right. And when I say right, I mean, right wing. Exactly. Like that's our starting point. So the left, the left people in America are 
right wing are still right wing. We're they're still neo, on the they're neocons. Yeah. yeah. If you look so at America, like, if you look mm-hmm. at the American left or the Dems from another country, they're mm-hmm. neocons. It's yeah. just war <laughs> war profiteering. <laughs> like, you mm-hmm. know, I mean, it's all the same. You know, yeah. after Trump, now Bush is the good guy and Liz Cheney. I'm like, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. <laughs> you know, but yeah. o- Obama dropped Obama droned ten times more than Dumb. Obama was going in. We were in the <laughs> in the streets about what W the drones. It's an eleven mm-hmm. percent success rate. That means ninety percent of the people dying are innocent. Mm-hmm. Obama emptied the tank. So it's like, what's the? Yeah, that's left. That's progressive. That's liberal, or that's uh, you know. Yeah. That, sorry, we could you edit out all you, my uh, Jeff, you have rants. opened up a can but, of worms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. Yeah, it's good. But how do you talk about? Look, how do you talk about? I said this before, how you talk about music without talking about spirituality? How can you talk about spirituality without talking about injustice? How can you talk about injustice with talking about all that without talking about all the shit that everybody wants to avoid? Religion, exactly. politics, blah, blah, blah. Right. That's why Sorry. I use music. Music's a vehicle. Sorry. Yeah, music's a vehicle. I, I think a yeah. lot of times like music, um, poetry, like these are these are vehicles that exist for us to to start those conversations, which is why it's so important to, you know, think about what are the messages that you're putting out. It's it's the same yeah. thing when we went all the way back to water. Like this are these are messages that people are ingesting, you know, and that we're absorbing. And if our body is 75% or 60% water, that means in addition to our brain, which holds and stores memories, literally the vibrations of the words that you hear are being stored in the water in your body they are like it is it is absorbing those messages and it is carrying those out in a certain way shape or form so you've got to think you've got to think effectively you've got to listen effectively you've got to be very cognizant of what memories um you're creating for your physical being and for your spiritual being yeah and all those amoral people at the top they know the power of it they may not understand the science of it and how these feelings and patterns and intentions are stored mm-hmm. in this water, but they know the power of it. They know music is subversive. If if it's used subversively, can really undo. That's why when when shit goes down, the first thing they do is go after the artists. They go after the poets. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like we got to kill all Let's them. Get rid of this. Yeah, because yeah. that's going to keep the resistance going. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's why Trump. I always say like when when Trump was doing it because you know I did the the communication studies stuff like we studied rhetoric and all of that stuff, persuasive speaking, all those things. I was like, y'all don't even realize how powerful Trump's rhetoric is. Like people are like, he sounds dumb, and I'm like, no, he's actually oh. doing all the things you teach in public speaking. Like we love things you know in what? three. They, they... Lock her up, build that wall. Like he was like, I'm going to literally take three word phrases and imbue them into the. Do you people. know where he got that stuff from? Professional <laughs> wrestling. That. This is why the snobbery of the left, yep. and the, the you know what I mean. I was the same way. I was like, I'm not watching that. And for some reason, a couple of years ago, I got into professional wrestling, and it sorted. 
everything out. Colonel Bruce tried to tell me this when I was 24. <laughs> and I got it. I go, oh, you got a heel and you got a baby face and they're both protecting the business. Mm-hmm. The best way to, for a heel to generate heat is with real heat. So the, the heel mm-hmm. that's powerless is the one that's not hated. In professional mm-hmm. wrestling, if I can't get you to boo me, if I'm going to play the heel, if I can't mm-hmm. get you to hate me, I'm powerless. Trump learned how to get people to hate him. And everybody moved in, left, just plastered. All you could see on left media was Trump, 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 because it was good yep. for ratings. Because <laughs> professional wrestling played out in real life. In pop, you know, and I was just like, Oh my God, this whole thing is theater. The whole thing. Yes, is it's theater. theater. Oh, yeah. It yeah. gets you invested in one team or the other. I was like, I don't care about the Cowboys or the Redskins. Y'all are both, mm-hmm. that's y'all are not on my team and I'm not on yours. You know what I mean? Like, wow. Mm-hmm. It's, but it's that snobbery that why they sleep on him. He knows, man. It mm-hmm. goes, it's from the street dealing with the mafia. You can't be a, uh, land developer in New York <laughs> with the mob and from professional wrestling, which after that he did, he was a TV star. Remember mm-hmm. he learned he's so that's why I would advise people go watch WWE and sort it out. <laughs> <laughs> so the bottom line from this episode is America's redemption is worldwide wrestling. Yeah. Yes, yes. This this is paid for by um, uh, <laughs> Vince McMahon, <laughs> who I have the same birthday as. <laughs> Get this: my birthday I share with Dave Chappelle, Howard Zinn, Yasser Arafat, Yasser Arafat, and Vince McMahon. <laughs> All screw. radicals, man. What that explains screw. a lot. I, 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 I texted Colonel Bruce. I was like, I understand so much more about myself right now. <laughs> Gentlemen, I think we could probably do this for hours. What a, this has really been an incredible conversation. Yeah. Time just <laughs> wonderful. Thank you. It's an illusion. Yeah, incredible. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much. And um, we will uh, we will celebrate your presence through through this collaborative. Uh, Music will will get it out to the world, and um, and just a heartfelt thank you from from um, John and myself, and from all the podcast team. This really meant a lot for you to bring your beautiful art, your beautiful souls, and your beautiful hearts to the to the collaboration ground here, and and um, we really look forward to sharing this with the world. Thank you so much for being with us today. Yeah, it's really beautiful. You know, this whole idea of this kind of collaboration of pairing, bringing people together to do this. Like you guys are just so beautiful to hear what it brought out for each of you and how. And yeah, it's pretty amazing. Thank you. Thank you, guys. What a pleasure. Yeah. Thank you. And um, hi, mom. Just in case, just in case she watches it, you know, That's you never right. know. That's right. <laughs> My mom's too old to get on now, so <laughs> I have to go play it for her. And who knows, Otio, we might we might try to take you up on your idea of doing something live. I think there's a spark in that idea. No, that and we should record it too. I yeah. mean, I'm sure we mm-hmm. will, but that what a great thing. I was oh, like, that would man, be, fun. That'd be perfect for us.
After hearing how inspired Jaman was about his lost album, the Saint Disruption production team created a mix of what one of Jaman's lost tracks could have sounded like. Using vocal samples from the podcast, as well as music generated with John Modesky and Oteil Berber. <laughs> This is my instrument of my and I had four lines. The word was cracked. My legs ate, eight legs set backwards. To the past of the pterodactyl, the best man with the best rappers. The word, the word set backwards. The virus set, the waves happened. The guy directed this happened. The virus set, the waves happened. Cracked, cracked, cracked. Mess with my voice. Rappers, use this instrument here. These words, eight legs head backwards. Yeah, and with the fast rhythm, legs meter. Arachnid, to the passage, eight legs. Pterodactyl, to the passage, to the fast band rappers. My voice, rhythm, meter, rhyme. My legs, eight, eight legs to the passage to the fast man with the fastest rappers. Pterodactyl. The Saint Disruption Podcast. Recorded and mixed by Hamilton Media Design at Sidehouse Records. Osiris.